Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Seekers. I'm Bridger Payton. So today we're going to talk about the value that one connection in your life, family, friends, circle can bring to your business. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it with no investors and without an Ivy League degree? This podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridger Pennington. So today we're going to talk about what is the value of one connection. Now, before we dive into this topic, it's kind of funny, like a lot of these you know, motivational guys or different people, like I love listening to them. I think they're great. Like Tony Robbins, you've got you know, Dean Graciosa. You go, you go to one of their events and they don't tell you anything new, right? Like you don't go to like a relationship coach and they're like, hey, don't, don't yell at your wife. And you're like, oh my gosh, you come home. And oh my gosh, I've never heard that before. I've never heard not to yell at my wife. Like, wow, that's incredible. But what happens at these events is they remind you of things that you've already been taught and it brings you to the forefront of your mind. Like, oh, that makes sense. I'm going to make a change and maybe change the future, right? So today, this episode is a little bit on that topic of, of what's the value of one connection in your life. An example is this, is if I told you, I guaranteed you that if you connected with, you know, Sarah Smith is her name. Okay. Sarah Smith, if you had a connection with her, she would make you a million dollars in your lifetime. So if you knew it was guaranteed, how much would you spend in money to make that connection? Right? If she said, Hey, do you, can, let's fly to, I'm in Beijing right now. Can you fly to Beijing and meet me for a dinner? Now, crap, Beijing, a ticket like right now, it's gonna be like, you know, like a couple, like five, six grand. I gotta fly out there, I gotta rent a car. It's gonna be probably 10, 15 grand to get out there. Yeah, you do it, right? Because you knew you're gonna make a million dollars. You would theoretically spend, if I said, hey, would you spend $950,000 right now if it guaranteed you that she was gonna make you, it was a million dollar connection that she could make you, would you spend it? It's like, of course you would, right? You would fly to Beijing. You'd, you know, you'd rent a yacht. You'd rent out a whole restaurant. You know, you could spend 950 grand. That's how much you could spend to gain that relationship. Um, I, quick example from my life about this same thing to get your kind of wheel spinning about the value of connections in your life. A huge connection that I made was one of my first employers. I've told you guys this before about starting my first fund. We were there. I um, had impressed some of the owners quite a bit. And they liked, and it was a small company, less than 50 employees. I was working there. They liked how I was and how, you know, how I worked. And we ended up having this idea to start a, a fund to lend to some of the clients. And they gave me the reins over it. And I kind of broke off from them and started a third-party company that now helps and services their clients. That relationship from being a, just a good employee has made me, I don't know, revenue over, definitely over six figures from that one connection. And then in total, um, a lot more than that. Uh, that one connection, right, of being a good employee, having connection with those owners, and starting my first fund. Think about Zion Williamson. If you guys know Zion, super hype basketball player. I've seen him since he was in, like in middle school. Of highlights of him like dunking through the legs, just incredible basketball player. And he comes through high school, does really well, goes to Duke, uh, gets injured halfway through the season, but just is this hype player. I mean, he's just got the, the perfect body, perfect build, probably the most hyped player since LeBron James to come to the league. And over, if you guys watch this, it was incredible. The, the amount of bidding 
that was taking place on him to sign him as a shoe deal or as a you know as a sponsor on a clothing brand. He had every single company in the world pitching him and giving him giving him offers to be you know signed with New Balance or Puma or Adidas or Nike or Jordan Brand, and they bid up and up and up. Um, Zion Williamson still to this I think till today he hasn't played a game yet. He might I think he's playing maybe this week. They're saying still has not played his first NBA game. He has already made $45 million preseason before he's ever played an NBA game, made $45 million because of the connection that these companies believe that he can bring to them, right? And he signed with with Jordan Brand under Nike, right? So Jordan signs him and says, hey, we're going to pay you $45 million. And I I don't know how long their contract is, but they believe they're going to get a positive ROI on that relationship. So they're willing to put it up, right? And you look at people like Michael Jordan, right? If you could have gone back and signed Michael Jordan or LeBron James, I think LeBron James is now on a billion-dollar lifetime contract. And Nike's like, heck yeah, let's do that because LeBron's going to bring more than a billion dollars of value to our company crazy right like you're gonna give lebron a billion dollars and you might gulp with that like oh my gosh how could we ever think about your fund right if you're you know your chief investment officer came over and said bridger hey we're gonna we're gonna sign lebron james for a billion dollars it's like wow that makes you gulp right your next investor meeting you got to pitch tell your investors that but nike believes and i I think they're right on it that they've made more than a billion dollars back because of that one relationship um Another another example from my life that hasn't panned out yet. I'm a uh, at school at BYU. I started to gain a relationship with one of the professors there. Uh, his name's Scott, and he he ran a he had done had sold like five or six companies, done really well. Volunteers his time at the business school, doesn't take you know paycheck, and just does this because he loves students. That kind of has as his retirement. I started to work with him. Finally, was able to TA one of his classes. And have held on to that position for, I don't know, I, I think I did it for two and a half years. TA'd his one class. Um, I'm not in school anymore and he still wants me to come and be involved with the class, with helping students. So I go and volunteer my time for free. I go help students at BYU. I go talk to them, mentor them, do different stuff like that. And I don't know how that relationship's going to pan out yet. I have no idea, but I know I want to be in the same room and I'm investing time more than money. Now, it's a different thing of, you know, when you're, when you're young or early in business, you have way more time than you have money. And that's kind of where I'm at too right now. I'm still growing my, my career. I've, I probably have more time than money and it's starting to change that now. I'm starting to have a little more money than time. Um, someone like Scott though, that's older, probably has more money than time. So I, you know, I pitch him and f- figure out how can I add value to him by saving his time by sacrificing my time. And one of it is mentoring students and helping out his class. So I come in and save him a ton of time. And I, you know, that's how I've been able to weasel my way into his room and, and his network is trading time for money when he wants to trade money for time. The same thing like with mowing your lawn, right? You could mow your lawn, but you don't have the time to do it. So you hire somebody and trade your money for time. Same with finishing your basement, right? You'd rather pay somebody and save you a bunch of time because you can make money through other avenues and you're time is more valuable than your money. And that's why you pay people for services in general in your life, right? So if you're looking, the value of your connections, it doesn't have to put a, a monetary value on it, um, but you can break in and, and be able to give value first before uh, asking for anything in return. That's what I'm trying to do with Scott right now. So I just gave you three examples. Zion Williamson, they paid, paid to play, paid to be with him. Early employers um, that I was able to start my fund with and, and Scott, another professor I'm working with, um, 
other people I've interviewed to talk about pay to play networking, pay to play to get into, and what do they mean by pay to play? Like a uh, guy that's actually interviewed this morning, he's going to be on the podcast in a little bit. I'll edit it and, and get in the back, um, back on probably next week. He'll be up, but he was talking about how he's play, paid over $25,000 to different mastermind groups and programs to get in to different circles of people. And what does he mean by that? You know, they have some kind of opportunity. Hey, we're going to share about, you know, marketing or we're going to share about funds or we're going to share about raising capital or an investor base. He said, Hey, I'm going to put 25 grand in. I get to go in. What's cool about that is everybody else in that circle is also put in 25 grand to be part of that, that mastermind or training, whatever you want to call it, inner circle. And he comes in and gets to meet and network with people. And he's like, it's hard to put a, an exact stamp on how much return on my investment. But I think he, he said, I, all of those that I've ever done are worth it to me. Every time I've ever paid for some type of of investment in myself has always been worth it to me because of the value of one connection. You get in there, twenty five grand, and you only meet one person. It could bring you a way way more back to you than than twenty five grand. Your return on your investment there um, is essentially limitless, right? Uh, the value of, of one connection. So hopefully that gets you the wheel spinning. Like I said at the beginning, this is probably something that's not brand new to you, but hopefully gets you thinking about the value of connections in your life and who you choose to spend time with. You don't choose your family. You know, you don't choose some aspects of your life, but you do choose who you spend your time with and how you invest in relationships around you. Anyways, love you guys. See you in the next episode. Peace. Hey guys, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, how to get going, how to get started, we did something cool. I put together what I call a mini vault and we've recorded a ton of training videos and resources to help you launch a fund. In addition to that, I gave you my favorite pitch deck that I used for a fund previously. I also give you a step-by-step guide of how to go through and launch your fund. Additionally, you once you get into our mini vault group, you are put into our private Facebook group and guess what? I go live in there once a week to answer your questions specifically about the fund and you get to interact with other fund managers from around the country and around the world. So if you're interested, go to www.investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop in and join the group, join the private members group, get the resources, download the PDFs, and I would love to see you in there. Love you guys. Peace.